Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's h-b-i-d-o-j-o.com. In this clip, Eric discusses precognitive moments. Explore the database within your mind and how the culmination of your thoughts and contemplations develop your multidimensional consciousness. Achieve greater levels of awareness and a deeper understanding of reality. Enjoy. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP Session 10. So I had this moment, an anomaly, where there was a door that was slamming all the time. And I always jump when the door slams. But this time I jumped before the door slammed. Okay. And... It was, and you had talked about having those moments, those anomalies, and stacking them to create keys. And that moment for me was, you know how you always say that, you know, it's knowledge, it's knowledge, it's knowledge until you really know it. It was that moment where I went, holy shit, I'm in a program. And (laughs) it was that. (laughs) 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 It was that. That, but it was a freak out moment that I really mm-hmm. felt it. It was mm-hmm. in an internally. So how do I take that? We were talking about simulated reality and the, you know, also about spirituality and how it's very, very real for me still. The idea of God, the force, all of those things are still interactive with the whole idea. It's, it's no different. But saying all of that, one of the things we were, we were talking about is that when you are learning this knowledge, whether you're, you're actually going out and putting it into full practice or not, your database in your mind of comprehension, awareness just starts unfolding on its own. You can't, you can't unknow what you know. It starts to integrate with, with everything you see in life. You see it in a, a whole nother level. And we were talking about as your consciousness begins to become more multidimensional it's the old world you know we used bay already over 15 years now i've been using that for for 30 years christ i'm getting old and when i say multidimensional reality it's to say that your consciousness is is in this moment as we call the now or the moment 
And it's to also say that there are uh, a precognitive state of consciousness. Precognitive meaning knowing the future also. And so you start to have the sense of awareness that is almost a little bit in the future. And this has been, been popping up a lot more lately since we've been pushing this. Uh, there's a, another person who was on not too long ago. I don't know why she's not on tonight, Jameson. Anyway, uh, but she was talking about driving in her car and all of a sudden there's a green light to go forward and she wasn't going forward. She, you know, her friend's like looking at her like she's crazy. And then all of a sudden this big semi or whatever drove it and it would have, it would have crushed them. It would have killed them. And it was this precognitive moment. Precognitive moment has been coming up for a lot of people that I've been talking to privately also during these classes, during Saroon, during private meetings and stuff. And, you know, this is an unfoldment of your sensory. This is a reflection of all your, your thought and contemplation and your awareness and how you, you think about reality and just questioning reality. Just your mind kind of pushing that limit starts to make it so that it adapts and starts to process, in my opinion, in a much more advanced way. And in so doing, you become aware of, of, of more and more small details that would normally kind of escape your consciousness or be erased from your consciousness, which we talked about. In regards to the door, there's a door that probably due to air or wind, I don't think she's saying that that part's paranormal, but that, that it will slam. And it's random, I'm sure. And she, at one point, because she was so aware of this, she actually jumped as if it slammed, and then it slammed afterwards. So there was a precognitive uh, sense of the future, and she reacted to it in, in a, a very in-the-moment now way that is basically, it, it always reminds me of when you see someone's lips out of sync with the film that you're watching. In this case, you're, you're hearing them before their lips move or before their lips are moving before they're actually saying it. And that's a very good way of trying to explain this to people is that your, your mind starts to catch things that you're not supposed to catch. And you start to see the, the flaws in the framework of reality, if you want to call it that. And so what she's saying is, is that when she did that, she, of course, had a, maybe a mini meltdown, I presume, where, where it's like these things are affirmations because we talked about deja vu. We talked about the brain being slow and catching up and all of these different things and, and different ways of kind of observing yourself and understanding what's going on so you can kind of ferret out details, if you will. And so with the realization of, of, of catching that happening – for her, it was like to say, oh, my God, there's another level of confirmation to, to the fact that, we, that she is in a simulated reality. And with that comes greater levels of awareness because the more you become aware of it, the more confident you become aware of it, the more you start compounding the things you're catching happening you'll start to notice they start happening a little bit more often. They're not going to happen continuously unless you move into a deep state of mind and, and start working in that way. But, but overall, it's like you start to learn. Um, as I was saying before, people will say to me all the time, my God, Eric, you're, you're hyper aware. Like anything going on, I'm just, I'm just on it. And that's part of that, that state of consciousness. It's not 24-7, but it's, it's, like, it's like 15 five you know 15 hours a day five days of the week you know it depends if i've been drinking or not who knows you know the, the drunken guru great so in in either case 
so this this sense of awareness when you start to notice stuff it's the moment that you reflect on that happening because the natural instinct is to to be aware of it like oh my god you contemplate it and then it's almost like you forget about it and that is the matrix if you will that's how it's designed to do it's designed to kind of remove that if you've got good mind discipline, if you've got good brain discipline, if you have good thinking and you've built a good architecture to wrap your mind a little bit around time and reality and dimension and space and question things, your brain is more geared to process a moment like that. So you're, you're able to catch those moments and you're able to hold them when in the reality is, and I try to explain this in a Sarun class, that if you're aware of phenomenon that you're not supposed to be aware of, then you're not also acting in a way that's normal or predictive for the program. So your role in your day-to-day -day life and your day-to-day -day personality and your day-to-day -day interactions with people now is becoming altered in such a way that's outside of the program's framework. Does, it, does that make sense? I think I did a good job. In other words, because you are able to hold on or start catching those moments, you are altering your own consciousness. You, you adapt. The design of everything even from evolution on down, evolution dictates. And it's just like a, it's like a, a very good, strong program written, and I've, I've said this many times, is that you're supposed to always be advancing. It just happens very, very, very slowly. But when you start dealing with the confines of reality, time, and space, you realize that that time and space is, is, is just irrelevant. It's, we don't even know what it is. When your mind starts thinking about that, the things I'm talking about, when I say what I just said, it doesn't have to fully grasp it to start chunking away in the back of your mind because your, your back mind understands more than what you, you would necessarily know it for. So just by hearing it, you're actually processing it. And I think that we're having um, like little time jumps but it doesn't, it doesn't mean like people are going to move faster or something. It means that your mind on a dimensional level is, is processing or integrating better with your organic brain to, to hold that in this place, this moment. And so this is an ability. This is a sensory. This is a phenomenon. This is, you know, uh, uh, something that you have to decide whether you want to experience those things or not. You know, there's, there's kind of this, this, old way of thinking sometimes that, you know, I, I often say that the slower you are, the faster you are. When you think about a person sitting and meditating and they are hyper aware of the room, that even though you are in a deep state, there's this part that can kind of check in with the environment. When one sits very still and clears your consciousness, you have a level of hyper awareness that's usually in the back and it's on the surface now until you start thinking and it goes back. So you kind of keep it forward. And in essence, that is a, a, another kind of hyper awareness. The only difference is what I'm suggesting or what I'm driving at is that you're doing that now in a conscious moving way like I do. And so it's coming in fleeting moments. You're not holding as long as I do, but that will come. That, that comes with time. And so what's happening is, is that you're just catching stuff that you're, you're not supposed to be catching. And it's confirming what you're sensing, which means you're going down the rabbit hole Tracy, and as you continue to go down that rabbit hole, it, it gets more crazy. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> it doesn't, it makes for so that you don't have a dull and boring life. Let's put it that way.
You know, you can just start twitching and looking at things and just join the crazy train. What she was just talking about, I've been having that happen a lot. And I find it's, um, it normally comes from this, uh, it, it's like a thought, it's a very quick thought. And you have to be aware to be able to catch it. You have to kind of be aware to even catch the thought. It's not words. It's just something that kind of, and, and driving is another thing. That's something that um, when you said that, I can really relate to that. I mean, just yesterday I was driving and I said out loud, I was like, I don't want to get over at the same time as this car. It had no indication this car was going to get over. And then there it went. And I was like, I was like, but I said that out loud. Like, you know, that, that, that means it's real because it wasn't just in my head. I said it, that makes it more real. And um, as more of these things start happening, I find that um, it's almost like, like I'm getting better, but it's like my mind is fighting to get better, but my body is, sorry, I'm really nervous. So that's why I don't ask questions, but. No, you're doing my, great. Okay. Doing great. <laughs> okay. My body is like, um, you don't want to do this. You know, don't, don't, don't meditate. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I'm like, true. And my it's mind true. is like, it's do true. it. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I don't know how to fight that because it's like my body is turning against me. I've never had this problem. I've always loved these things. And now all of a sudden that I'm starting to really get a lot better. It's, yeah. It's kind of a problem. And the dough, I never understood. That's real. I mean, that, that is very real. And it is undeniably real. That's really been hitting me. And yeah, it's really, it's kind of driving me a little, a little crazy. Um, because it's really hitting me that it's real. And yep. uh, yeah, so I would like to know, I guess my point in saying all that um, is just to talk, to try to maybe get used to talking um, when I'm on camera and not be so nervous. And to ask you, how do you combat when it's your body is turning against you? It's the only way I can, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to combat it. It's so difficult to say, no, I'm gonna do this. How do you fight that? Well, damn, Dara, you, you went on a hell of a tangent there. And for a person who didn't want to talk at all, you sure did squeeze it in there and got all <laughs> the conversation going. Okay, um, let, me, let me come at this. One, what you choose for words is very powerful on yourself more than it just is on other people. So when you say that your body is turning on you, you're reinforcing that action, okay? What, what I would say is that I'm experiencing resistance or I'm, I'm experiencing... A, a sense of, uh, you know, what, what I like to think of it as is that um, it's kind of like if you ever were a kid and you had a bicycle and you have the handbrakes and you squeeze them and they, the brakes squeeze on the wheel. You ever have one that's kind of cockeyed and it's just kind of rubbing just a little bit and you're kind of like pissed off and you got to figure out to fix it at some time, but you just kind of work through it. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like something is, is, is like slowing you down. You're not coasting as far as you used to. You're not aware of what the problem is, but you know there's a problem and the problem's getting worse. And that's kind of how I, I look at it, okay? And you have to realize, and, and I've said this from day one, that the more that you begin to achieve, the more that you begin to awaken, the more that, we'll call it the matrix, we'll call it the simulated reality, we'll call it the dough, because it's all the same thing, okay? These tomato, tomato, it's all the same thing, it's just how you, words. Remember what I just said, why I'm bringing in a new word, simulated reality for these things, okay? There's a reason. So you have to keep in mind that the more you progress, there is going to be this kind of resistance because it goes right back to what I said earlier. You're not supposed to know. You're not supposed to be aware of these things. So its job is to, to distract you, disorientate you, 
make you fatigued over it. It doesn't want you. Now, I, I want you to point out something. I want to point out something to you that, that there are things that every navigator intuitively knows. Just like breathing air and needing to drink water. We, we know these things. We're just born with it organically. When people think of spirituality, they think of love. They think of harmony, inner peace, all of these things. And it can become like this thing, like a broken record, that's where they just stay. They don't really progress intellectually. They just kind of stay in this stasis of feel the love. You know the people I'm talking about, okay? And I'm all for that, but I also am, am for expanding my conscience and understanding more and, and advancing myself. I don't want to remain a, a child of the universe. I want to mature with the universe. So having said that, that you have to understand that you are in – I hate to use the word a fight, but you knew in order to awaken without saying it, you knew this was going to be a fight. Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe. But there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques practice and connect with the higher balance community and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. To access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash Eric Pepin live.